fire up there. <laughs> I smell Dave's fingers burning. Mongo black candy. Dave, that's your finger. Remember that when Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> he lights, lights it in the fire. Fire oh. it up. <laughs> All right, now that now that Dave's done burning Dave's, down the building. Uh, <laughs> sorry. He's got his torch going over there. I didn't realize I was not supposed to use a propane torch to lighten his cigar. <laughs> Big torch, a little cigar. <laughs> Fried face. <laughs> Next time, I want you to light that with wind. Okay? Yeah, solar. <laughs> Magnifying glass. Well, fellas, welcome back to another episode of American Dudeocracy here in the Honey Hut. Broadcasting, not live today. Uh, if you haven't uh, checked out our live stuff, we've got it there on Podbean. So we're going to roll that out a little more and more as we go. Uh, super fun, man. Good it was time fun. Doing some live events, yep. huh? Mayor Dave. It has been a while since I've been here. Keep on saying welcome Apologize. Back, Apologize here, but <laughs> things got a little Special bit busy guest. there for a minute. Special you reintroduce guest. yourself there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll bring you in, Dave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just all you good looking fellas. And Shucks. these wonderful cigars. Shucks. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, and that coffee, honestly. Yep. And that banana bread earlier. That was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Homegrown. Mm. Dude, lots of stuff going on here at the farm. Uh, so the coffee, man. Local mm-hmm. coffee shop here, Mountain Air Roasters. They make fantastic coffee, man. That, that is a plug. It's, a, it's an un solicited plug <laughs> they make good coffee uh they do have a place online you can get online mountain air roasters grand junction colorado uh they'll ship it right to you lots of man they make some really good coffee so i'm interested because remember i just i, I got back i've been gone a couple of weeks or whatever but uh boy i remember that good flavor and i'm gonna do that i'm gonna get some of that it's good stuff man so, yeah. check it out it's good if you like it. And then uh, I was just thinking about this the other day. So we make a dinner last night. It's cooking a steak. Mm. Beef steak on the grill. It, now, is this the uh, genetically modified steak <laughs> that you have been bragging about? I grew it in a dish. Yeah. Petri <laughs> yes. dish. I, yes. I, I glued it together mm. to make it look like uh-huh. a steak. Uh, I call it smeat. Oh, yummy. <laughs> Matt's smeat. That's <laughs> no, Nobody beats my smeat. That's, Ma- that's Matt's logo. <laughs> we just went downhill. We yeah. just, we nobody crashed. Nobody beats my smeat. <laughs> it's, uh, your hands get sticky because it's glued. Yeah. 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 Good luck with that. Go down to your local hardware store and make your own meat. And you get the right paint so you can paint the lines on it and make it look good and everything. Uh, good old marbling. No, I was sitting back on my charcoal grill and uh, was grilling up a steak that was grown right here locally from a guy I know. Grills beef, processed locally, right to the freezer. And then I've got squash, zucchini, peppers. We've got homemade bread with non-enriched, non-bleached wheat. Four ingredients. Four ingredients in our bread. Four. Four. You can't make it with four ingredients. Oh, it must, ingredients. must get moldy after a week then. You have to eat That's it. That's not cool. Yeah, you have to eat it. It doesn't stay good for like six months. It's kind of weird. <laughs> see what's really hurting me right now is I feel like you are bragging about things that are like unmentionable and deplorable. Ooh, deplorable. You're eating actual meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True tried beef. Um, Which is ruining our, our air quality. See, I'm a... Yeah. I'm a those cows. Mm. I'm a vegan. I I feed the grass and the hay and stuff to this thing that turns it into meat, and then I eat the meat. It yeah. just processes it. Yeah, it's it's organically processed. It's a meat right? processor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a meat meat processor. processor. They make funny noises, but I always thought that meat just came from the uh, grocery store. Well, the butcher. Yeah, he oh. makes it in the back, brings it out. <laughs> yeah. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Texas okay. Chainsaw right. Butcher. <laughs> Magic Meat. Yeah. Yeah. AKA. That's new name. Magic Meat. Magic Meat. Magic Meat. It's not Soylent Green or anything, is it? 
I think that's the other stuff. Oh. Yeah, the Soylent Green is the other stuff. Oh, that that's right. Pushing, you know, the crickets and such. Uh, fish food. <laughs> yeah. Biochar. See, you guys eat the fish food. I'll just eat the fish. Right. So we're helping each other. Oh. Because if you take their food, then I need to eat them so they don't starve to death. Right? That is. That, Balance. Okay, somebody's got to do it then. That's yeah, we'll the, figure that's it out. That's the circle of life right there, right? <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> circle of life. Yep. Oh. Uh, yeah, man, having a having a cookout. I was grilling it up, and I was looking at everything that was on our plate at the end of the night. It's like I I know exactly where that came from. I know where that came from. I know where that came from. I know what went into that. What didn't go into that? It's like, man, we're we're kind of winning over here. Mm-hmm. Set out a little process, made it happen. Dude, it's pretty good. And then we're taking boxes, so we took uh, took some boxes uh, of vegetables right here, grown from our garden. Uh, we took them to the neighbors. We took some to the church. I'm going to make these two leave with us some of them today. We'll load them up with some peppers, zucchini, Sweet. squash. Dude, all mm. kinds of stuff, man. It's good stuff. Well, you know what's crazy is I uh, actually went outside, which is, you know, sometimes I do that. <laughs> but I went outside, and I noticed your your vineyard out there. I kind of was feeling like Naboth. You know, I was... <laughs> lusting and desiring your garden out there because that's, that's a nice garden pretty good size it's, i'm not uh, going to kill anybody oh but, yeah yeah well you know but um, garden envy there a little green, yeah green yeah envy, I, I, green <laughs> so I, I knew dave was going green mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. no that's a good looking garden bro it's turned out pretty good man it's pretty sizable and it's uh you know again like here, here's the cycle of life so the same gentleman that raises our cow, our beef that we get it from, he makes compost. So his cows make compost, which then we turn in and add to our compost that we make that goes in the garden. So it's all this natural cycle. And we amend our soil with it. And then we eat the cow. <laughs> right. That's interesting. And love eating the cow, by the way. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, man. Right. Why you- are we not all doing that? Right. So, did you flavor it with some pepper spray by chance? <laughs> yeah. That's why I grilled it outside. They got okay. salt spray and pepper yeah. spray. Yeah. I had to put on my gas mask to cook my steak. Uh, it is really hot out here. That's burning me twice. That's right. It's hot outside and my eyes are burning. It's hard to get just a little bit of pepper on there. Awesome. I still can't believe that happened. <laughs> So uh, tell the folks out there a little bit about that episode. Oh, yeah. So on review of reviews, uh, there was a review about somebody using pepper spray. They're like, you know, I figured there's spray whipped cream and there's other spray stuff. There's cheese that you spray, right? Easy cheese. Why not pepper? Like, dude, could you imagine if they did that in some big apartment complex like in New York City? (laughs) Dude, and just gas everybody. Like, that'd go through the whole ventilation system, right? Everybody's just crying. Yeah. Awesome. It'd be awesome. Pepper spray on your steaks. I guess mm. anything to combat the smoke that's coming out of Canada, huh? These people shouldn't be reproducing. Well. Oh, they well, are. Oh, they are. You know. Yeah, they, they do. <laughs> oh, well, fellas, I guess what's on the agenda today? Just to throw it out there. We've talked about some reoccurring things. Reoccurring themes coming up, uh, one of them being faith. So faith, fuel or energy, and finance. Three things that are good revisits all the time uh, because they affect everything in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, without all three of those things, our lives are completely different. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. And it starts with faith. So I guess to kick it off on a faith episode... Uh, we talked a little bit about, we've been talking about it, but uh, I finished my entire first read of the Bible, Dave. Front to back, top to bottom, left to right. Mm. Uh, Impressive. I was telling Dwayne that, man. It's uh, finished it. Now, it wasn't it wasn't a short process. It was like chopping down that tree. Page here, a verse there, three or four pages there, maybe a whole book here and there. Uh, so, finished it off, man. And what I will say is, wow. Wow. Guess what's really cool is when you read it twice. That's what I've heard, too. Yep. 
Now, I can honestly say I have I've been a Christian my whole life. I've been in the church and in faith my whole life. I've never read the whole Bible by itself from Genesis to Revelation. I've never done that. Have you? I did. Yeah. So I went through a period where, you know, after the whole uh, energy thing, company went bankrupt and moved to Tennessee and life was great. I mean, new experiences, new challenges, but it was, it was terribly stressful time. Just get two new businesses off the ground, got kids. Uh, everything's really expensive at this particular in Franklin, Tennessee, where we lived. And it was a trying time for me. And man, I just relied on faith so much that, and I had the time running my own business. I just, man, I got up early every day and read 15, 20, 30 minutes a day, every day. And I got it done in six or eight months. Hmm. So that was the first time I had ever gone through it. Now I probably read it. 10 times over different times here and there. Yeah. You know, but same never, here. Never yep. the whole way through like, like that, like Not Matt just explained. Matt did. So that was, that was good. I have to tell you, um, Matt has been, he's not an idol like, you know, Billy Idol or maybe like <laughs> Simon or whatever. <clears throat> American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> Carfunkel. You Simon, you, you Carfunkel. You Carfunkel, you. <laughs> but he, uh, uh, he's just recently came to the Lord, which I think would be an amazing podcast for his testimony. Amazing. Right. Yes. Because there's a couple of us praying for him and just, we had no idea what, how this would turn out, but amazing testimony that matt has um can't say enough but um anyway he is he his faith and what he's even shared in this uh podcast throughout the last couple of years that we've done this has been very monumental for me an encouragement that uh you know our prayers going to be answered and that the things that he's learned and how he went from Old Testament to New Testament and how all that got brought together. He's on a fantastic journey. And what a leader. You know, we we uh, <clears throat> worked under him in the oil and gas industry. And it's just been a, it was a fantastic ride. Uh, even though all three of us are at different, uh, you know, businesses at this point, just because of our uh, what happened with our company. But it is really a cool, cool testimony. I we need to do that. We're going to do that. <laughs> I want to hear, I want to hear what God's do done it. for you. Hey man, yep. I'm, I'm all like about it. Yep. It's a pretty easy story to tell. You know, it's so, so growing up, I've always believed in God. Always. I've always believed in God, higher power, but I've never. Are you talking God or a God? Like uh, just a higher being. The God. Okay which I now know God's name. Do you know God's name? I, I just, okay. So I guess without it's, loading up a it's question. It's able because there's songs that say he is able. Yahweh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yahweh. Dave. Oh, sorry. Dave. Sorry. Well, so yeah. So that's a fun thing to dig into. So there's a lot of, a lot of discussion that can be had on how to pronounce God's name. So God's actual name comes across as YHWH. That is the oldest single written description of God's name. That's Hebrew, of course, old ancient Hebrew. Um, and I'm not very good at it, but just dig in a little bit. That is God's name. So how you pronounce that, it can be people pronounce it different ways. Yahweh is one way. Um, digging in recently, I found another way. Uh, a gentleman talked through why, and he he says that he pronounces it Yihua. Hmm. Yihua. And he went into how consonants and syllables and vowels and all that stuff works and why he believes that's the pronunciation. But at the end of the day, God's name, Y-H-W-H. So I think that's a very, that's an important thing, right? So just to start with the basics, and that's kind of where I was going with my kind of my story uh, is, you know, I grew up around a lot of people that that believed in God. Uh, I believed in God. I believe in God. Um but believing in God and actually taking the time to learn about God are two different things. And I've always had so many questions about it. I've always heard a lot of things about God, religion, Jesus, different religions, different gods. 
uh, on down the line, right? Uh, everywhere you turn, there's there's a depiction of whatever. Um, so I've kind of just shied away from it because it seemed overwhelming. It seemed like, one, I'm not worthy to know. Uh, and two, very, very big, very broad, a big undertaking, right? People study their whole lives. Mm-hmm. So who am I? Why? Why? How can I? And life is funny, man. Uh, as you progress through life, depending on what you believe, the bottom line is we are all on God's time. We are all in God's world. We are all people of God. We all belong to God through Jesus to God. Every single person on this planet, whether you believe that or not, you do. We all have a place, but to understand that it, it takes time, it takes effort. It, and that's, that's where the rubber has to meet the road. Right. So my whole life, I kind of dodged, dodged it. I went to church here and there. Um, mainly when our grandmother made us, she'd come visit and she'd make us go to church and she'd take us out to golden corral and we'd eat buffet afterward. And yeah, so it was worth it. <laughs> uh, you go sit through a couple hours and go eat, you know, ice cream. But, uh, you know, I, there was one church in particular, um, and the pastor's name was Sam Matthews. Uh, he was a Christian church. It had no other denomination. It was Christian assembly of God. And I remember attending church with them more than once. I went back a couple times because the message that he was sending or projecting or sharing didn't seem like it was his. It was God's message. But then they ended up moving and the church closed up and different or a different pastor came and I turned away from it because it, it wasn't the same. And the part that kind of turned me away from organized religion, if you will, was I felt like I hadn't found anywhere where I wasn't just listening to some other human tell me what I should and should not be thinking or doing or how I should live. It always came across like it was kind of their message. And maybe that's wrong of me. And I'll get into that. Like, you know, the ego, the ego and the pride and human nature will take you places where you shouldn't be. And I think in all of the right time, when God calls you, you'll know. And we all find that time, that time finds us. And when that time finds you, just like me, you're faced with a decision. And that decision for me was, I'm going to open this book and I'm going to read it. I'm going to read all of it because I want to know. I put down the fear of knowing because what I was afraid of was I was going to read this book and it was going to tell me what a terrible person I was and how my whole life I'm just unworthy. Right. I had that assumption, dude. Totally had that assumption before I even opened the book. That's common, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That was my feeling. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. I'm going to hear about what a heathen I am. And to be fair, man, I, you know, was a heathen. I still am. Uh, But opening the book, the commitment that I made to myself and to God at that point was I'm going to read this book. I'm going to read it and I'm going to reread it. And I'm going to continue to read it until I understand. And when I read it, I'm going to learn from it. So I'm not only just going to read it to take that knowledge and throw it in a pocket for discussion and arguments or whatever other use it could be for, but I'm going to apply it, right? I'm going to listen to what it's telling me and I'm going to apply it. Uh, Because like I've said before, the last couple of years of my life, I've, I've really enjoyed reading. I've been digging in, um, to myself and trying to make improvements because we are ultimately, we are the solution. We hold the tools to the solutions in our lives, to our lives problems, but we have to address them. So looking myself in the mirror, you know, I found a lot of great books, man, some fantastic books, you know, David Goggins, 
Can't Hurt Me. Fantastic book. Jocko Willink, um, Extreme Ownership, Dichotomy of Leadership, uh, General Mattis, um, Call Sign Chaos. Uh, it's my sh- or it's it's my ship. Uh, it's your ship. It's your ship. Yeah. It's your ship. And then the sequel to that, it's our ship. Um, the Go-Giver Leader. Um, on down the line, Atomic Habits. Uh, think Again. Uh, so anyway, this, Re- this, rethink. Yeah, this list, list of books, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, Mark Manson uh, has a couple of really good titles, uh, <clears throat> and you know, explicit language here, but it is what it is. Uh, his book is uh, <laughs> "Everything Is Fucked," a mm-hmm. book of hope, <laughs> and the That's subtle awesome. art of not giving a fuck. Uh, so I, I, you read all those, and and as I found myself reading those books, what it does is it it really helps you reflect on how you are contributing to your life. Either you're contributing in a positive, negative manner, and you can change at any given time, right? You just have to identify it and move on. And what I will say is I read all those books and, and all those books are five star that I just mentioned. Every one of those comes to mind. But what I will tell you is the Holy Bible is better than all those combined. And I, I did not think that was possible. Okay. But that book that I can see where and how every single one of those books I just mentioned basically takes a page out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are all that book. The Bible came thousands of years before any of those. And those books are just re tread if you will of the bible in their messages now that's not to take away from those books those books are fantastic but what i will say is the author of the bible is far better because the author of the bible is god Mm -hmm. and that means that's a big statement right so i guess to take a pause there just to talk through that for just a second So to understand the author of the Bible is God, you also have to know that the history of the Bible, right? There's a lot of history in the Bible. Um, The Bible started as the Torah, which was the Hebrew version of the Bible, the original Bibles, right? It goes through history. It has been destroyed. It was recreated. Um, It's been translated several times. There's different versions, and that's what we've talked about you know, there's the King James version. There's the new King James version. There's the English standard version. There's the new living translation. All of this stuff that I dug into while reading the Bible to better understand which version I had and what that meant. Right. Cause, cause digging into something, I, we've laughed about it a lot. And I, I, I tend to take the hard road on a lot of things. Cause I like to learn it once apparently. Um, <laughs> but to have a, a better understanding of what it was, because I, I want to know what I'm reading. Right. And I came down to that. I settled in on the new living translation. It's an every man's Bible. It's given to me by my family, but I understood where that came from. Right. So I read how they put it together. I read the years and the thousands of hours potentially that went into this translation on how They agreed that it was what it is and it reads how it reads because teams upon teams of scholars put it together and then they cross-checked each other. And and that's how this version came to be. So while learning and reading the Bible, learning about the history of the Bible along the way leads you to a lot of things, right? So as you read through the Old Testament, which the Old Testament is two thirds of the Bible, uh, at least there's a lot of information in the old Testament. It goes from creation all the way up to Jesus being born, right? Jesus being born starts the new Testament, which that has a a whole purpose in and of itself. And that is now the forever version of where we are living today. Um, But to get to that point, that history of the people and how God started things and how the progression happened like that leads to a lot of questions and a lot of study and a lot of history. And 
my brain being wired the way it's wired, right? I started grabbing onto some of that and I would spin off and go down these long ways of understanding what that meant and which was fantastic. But the hardest part for me, once I picked up the book and started reading was to not get ahead of myself. And I got ahead of myself a a few times because I was reading the word of God and I was reading what God wants of his people and how he was directing and teaching and trying to bring people to him. And I was trying to listen to those. And I think it was a necessary part of my progress because in a way I was sacrificing the old me to become the new me. And I think there were things that I had to do and commit to and hold myself to until I found that it was time to move on. And there's a lot of there, dude, there, there are endless discussions within that discussion. Uh, so I'll, I'll try to keep it summarized here and then we can dive into whatever. Um, but ultimately my one piece of advice to everybody out there is to pick up the book. I don't care if you've been a Christian or non-Christian your entire lives. Just pick up the book. Just read it. Don't get ahead of yourself. Read the whole book. No matter how hard it's going to be, read the whole book. Because... It all comes together 100% from start to finish, but you have to read it all. And that's, that's my, that's my message. Read it all because no matter what you think or what you don't think or whatever you've been taught or told or anything else, you read it for yourself Mm -hmm. because that book is exactly everything in that book was written for you exactly for you amen and wow you'll know that yep when you read it and if you think if you think if you're listening to this and you think it's not for you if you think there's not a place for you if you think it's bad for you if you think you're too far gone or you're too knowledgeable to dig back in or you're too good or bad or great or anything in between just silence those voices and read the book just tell all that noise to shut up and read the book that's right and give yourself time pace yourself right it's a journey it's a it's a marathon not a sprint it will take some time but it's worth it yeah right i think it took me uh it was over a year It's been about a year and a half now, actually, systematically working through it and rereading some of it and then having discussions along the way. And I couldn't be happier. My life today, my life today is better than it has ever been today. And I know I just said that the other day, but today it's better than it was then because of because of it plain and simple plain and simple Mm, that's good wow you know when i was a kid there's a lot of people that would um they'd shy away from the bible and any type of religion and i i hate the word religion i don't even think it's uh what the bible is about it's not about religion it's about relationship we've probably pounded that in um for years and years and years. But everybody thinks that when they come to find the Lord, it's about rules. And now I can't go and, you know, get drunk and get laid and do whatever I want to do. I'm losing all these freedoms that I hold so dear to my life. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's not even about that. Although when you choose the Lord, there's really no need for a lot of that. Am I correct? So, um, 
they're afraid to make life change because they really like the ways that they're in. But the difference is that once you come to know the Lord, there's things that you're like, hey, ultimately, I'm going to be accountable to a holy God. And there's probably things that he's convicting me of. And even though I fail, I'm going to I really need to change. God loves me so much that he doesn't want me going down these traps and these devices that will take me to hell. Seriously, that's what it is. There's folks, there's only two choices. Right. There there is no in between. There's either life or death. That's what you have. Either you believe the, end. the Bible or you don't. That's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. But it uh like the Bible says, at the end every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, correct? So yeah. exactly. Um one way or another you'll you'll see it. But the point being, and what Matt's alluding to, is making a life decision to know God like he wants to know you, allowing him to be in your life. Uh, his will is that nobody perishes through all this deception and these sinful natures that we have, but that we come to, to him in repentance because we we have no leg to stand on when it comes to a holy God. On our own. And I think it's important too, and you kind of touched on it, the you're never too far gone, right? And God has a has a plan. He has a path for you. Even if you're, you know, far gone, you, th- you may think you're too far gone, the, the Bible gives me hope because mm-hmm. you read story after story after story about people in the Bible who, the, oh. the atrocities that they committed and, you know, and God is loving and he doesn't want to see you go to hell. And yes, there is a literal hell and it's, yeah, one or the other. You you pick, right? You make that decision, but it gives you, it gives you hope, right? Which Absolutely. Is Look at the thief on the cross. Right. A prime example of where a lot of people will, yeah. will be or, you know, look how far his grace reaches into our, into our lives and till the day he died, this thief did nothing but debauchery. He ended up getting crucified, but on his last breath, Jesus told him, he said, well, the thief said, please Lord, remember me. If, if you're who you say you are, I'm paraphrasing. And God said, or or Jesus said today, you'll be with me in paradise. So he lived his whole life in all these wicked ways, but yet God saved him. Right. Because he just, he said, okay. Yeah. Pretty exactly. cool. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. What a story, Matt. Yeah. Well, it's, it's far from over too, right? It's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's man, there's, there's so much room in there, you know, but you don't know, you don't know till you know. And I know that sounds, it's, it's kind of a, it's not a cop out. It's a, it's just the truth. You know, you read, you read the book and you, you understand things, you know? So, so those that are out there that are either shying away or haven't made time or, or feel like it's just, it's something that they can't do or they're not there or they don't measure up or they're lost. Like, dude, that's that little, that little voice or inclination that you have that, that says to, to check it out, draw it back, come back. Like that, that is, that is that voice. That is, that is that Holy spirit living within you that is saying, look, just do the next right thing. Like, like so much can be said for that. So, and that can be addressed in any number of ways, right? We've talked about it from a health perspective. We've talked about it from a financial perspective. Uh, We've talked about it from energy. You know, we've talked about that every day of our lives. So just like your relationship with your wife, your husband, your spouse, just because you've had an argument or just because you've had a fight or you did or said something stupid, do you double down on that or do you try to figure out a way to make it better? And that's where the commitment comes in, right? Because you're, you're, you're human. You're going to make mistakes. You're that's in our nature. No one, no one that walked this earth other than Jesus himself was perfect and Mm -hmm. sinless. And, and that, in and of itself says a lot. One, that is the only human 
part human that ever achieved that. Mm-hmm. And two, the only reason Jesus achieved that was because he is the son of God. He is of God. So that right there is twofold why that works and how that's the truth. Because if you think about that, like even the most pure, kind-hearted, loving, godly person you know that is alive today or alive in the past other than Jesus. So think about that. Think of everybody in your life. That person, without a doubt, has sinned. One way, shape, or form. Yep. Absolutely. Has sinned. So to live, can you imagine? Now, now think about that. Jesus died, what, when he was 30? 33. Three. Imagine living from infant to 33. So you go through your teens, you go through your mm. 20s, you go into your 30s, and you haven't done all the stupid shit <laughs> that I did. Right. Like, <laughs> dude, like, I, I don't know how else to say how amazing that is, mm-hmm. let alone, you know, that it, it, that's how it works. And, and that does a couple things, you know, that, that does more than a couple things. That's everything. But, but to understand that, like to just take that into context and to un- try to understand that there's so much to unpack there. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but that's where reading the book will show you no matter where you're at, there's something in that book. uh, And I'm going to say multiple things that will show you it's okay. Come back, do the next right thing. Mm -hmm. Listen to that little voice that's pulling you in that direction because that's, that's, that's divine. That's where it's at. And like I said, Dave, it's not, dude, it doesn't become, you know, all, all that, all that bullshit, I'm going to say bullshit that I had as a preconceived notion before I opened that book was just bullshit. I don't know how else to say it, man. Mm-hmm. Like I was wrong. Well, and that's, that's common, right? That happens all the time. In fact, that the devil is real and mm-hmm. he is the, the he's a liar. Mm-hmm. He, 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 come, he comes here to deceive and steal and lie. And, and he's, doing a great job of that right i think the perception from most non-christians is just that right i mean everyone believes has a a certain perspective of the bible and none of it's probably true right if they haven't read the bible how you can't really criticize the bible either right now read the bible and then we'll have i'll have that talk right there's a great uh book out there great story by lee strobel who, a case for Christ. He was a non-Christian. He set out to prove the Bible wrong. That was his goal. He was an atheist and he ended up being a, an amazing Christian with an amazing voice and a, and a big platform now because he came out with this critical view. Like, okay, I'm going to challenge this Bible. I'm going to prove to y'all that this is, this is fake and this is not of God. And, and he came out just the opposite, right? Because he read it. Just, just read it. Give it the opportunity, hmm. right? Sounds like a guy in the Bible named Paul, mm-hmm. Saul, Paul, mm-hmm. who was uh, absolutely a not believer in Jesus until he was. Well, not only was he not a believer, he persecuted Christians and Jews. He murdered, killed them, right? Mm-hmm. He was but there. Yeah, God used him. Stephen. He yeah. was there voting to yeah. stone to death Yeah, one of the apostles. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then changed how god used him right? right what a powerful and that could be you right i mean what what story what background do you have you may have a terrible background you may have done a lot of things but god uses that right there's other Absolutely. people that he could speak through you to to help and there's examples of him doing that throughout history right it's mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing so kind of to sum some of this up too is you know I mean, I, I'm not trying to be religious here, but where will you spend eternity? Right. Is reading the Bible, is it, and, and figuring out that there's a life change involved there with a decision 
what have you lost if you decide to gamble eternity with him or the path that you're on right now? Are you a gambler? Are you willing to go 50-50 on this? Because that's all it is. Right. So, Those see, I'd rather choices. Yeah. live my life the way God wants me to live it rather than gamble on my own way, which, you know, I could say, well, my philosophy of life is this, and, well, I believe that. If it doesn't match up with the Bible, you're probably on the wrong path. So where are you going to spend eternity? I'd rather gamble it this way. And if there's nothing there, I've lost nothing. Mm-hmm. But if there's something there, I've gained everything. Everything. Exactly. Well, and there's a, you know, you've heard it before, but the God-shaped hole in your heart, right? Where God's the only one that can fill that. But people try, not knowing God, they try filling it with other things. They try filling it with drugs. They try filling it with this, with that. Money. With, with food, yeah. with money. And those always come up short, right? I mean, look around. Look at America. We are so... We are the wealthiest, the most independent we've ever been in our history, but yet we've got the highest mental illness rates that we've ever seen. We've got the highest prescription drug rates that we've ever seen. And things are not the way that they would appear if you were just look at America. Okay, we are blessed, but yet we don't show it, right? So fill it with the right thing, right? That's right. You will never find peace and satisfaction in, in all those things we just mentioned, except for, for God, right? That's why it's mm-hmm. that, that God-shaped hole in your heart, right? He's the only mm-hmm. one that can really fill it. So, Yeah, he definitely loves us where we're at. And right. uh, each day growing with him, you know, draws us closer to him. And it's not about rules and regulations and, you know, all these formalities that we think that we have to have. It's just about developing a relationship just like you would do with a friend or your spouse or whatever. So right. gives you purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Well, a lot to be said for that. You know, if, <clears throat> you know, arguably too, you know, if you're, if you're chasing those things in life, like we just talked about, you know, money and this and that, and you're, you're wanting a better life. Not only, not only after this life, but during this life, your life will be better. Your life will be better. Mm-hmm. 100%. It will be better if you just read and just listen and just follow. Like and You're a testament to that, Matt. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100% every yeah. day. And it's, uh, you know, and that's, uh, that can be overwhelming at times, you know, to, to, understand what that means you know even for me does that make sense Mm -hmm. like even for me to understand that there is a place and it's uh there's a purpose and a place and it's okay and it will be okay and it's just do the next right thing and it's your life will be better your life will be better and when you are there to stand in front You know, you'll be able to plead your case. You'll be able to say, Mm -hmm. you won't have to, you know, Jesus will know your name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll be covered with his blood. Right. It's uh, it's a, so it's a, it's a big deal, man. It's, but just put down the man, the, the fear. I think that was the biggest thing. The fear of reading the book, you know, the fear. Well, I don't, man, now, cause that was, that was the decision I made. Like, I'm going to read this and ignorance will no longer be an excuse for me but that that took that first step right to open the first page and to start because hey man ignorance you can claim ignorance all you want it's just like with the laws we abide by as a society well i didn't know murder was wrong (laughs) well you still go to jail still go to prison like Mm -hmm. you can claim ignorance all you want Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't doesn't work that won't keep you from paying the consequences yeah and and knowing knowing that there's right and wrong knowing the difference between right and wrong tells you right there that there's something there's something within you that tells you so just listen to it you know it's without getting too deep into that it's uh i mean it goes deep as we want really but but it's it's an important man and it takes it takes courage it takes takes courage 
But what I will say is that that one little leap of faith to open that book and start reading it, dude, I guess the only part that I'm kind of bummed about is I didn't read it sooner. But at the same time, <laughs> yep. I feel like I it was at the perfect time for me. It was right when I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, good. I feel like that book was written for me. And I know, well, you know, it's, it's it's written good. for me, actually. Right. No, I'm sorry, you guys. It's written for me. Right. Uh, I don't See? know. See, dude? It's it was fun. written for me and you two heathens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a couple parts in there for me. But, uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, man. And and the other, the other part of that is the community in which you find beyond, you know, once you open that book and you start connecting with people that are followers and that, that believe in God and Jesus and like that community dude is, is fantastic. Like that is the community. So when you look at America and you're like, all right, why, like Dwayne said, why is America going on this weird path? Well, the further we remove ourselves from God, the more down that path we go, you know, there is a direct correlation. I, I, I think, Man. yeah, you, if you're to correlate, we kind of spoke about this a while back, but if you correlate the decrease in morality with the, with, with God, you, you can see it, right? You pull God out and you see this decrease in morality, the further and further away we get from God, the more we see all this chaos and crap run amok in our nation, go back a hundred years. And you didn't have that, right? Because everyone, for the most part, there was probably more Christians on a percentage base. Not the total number, I think, is different, but the percentage base. There's a lot more Christians back then than there are now. Absolutely, right? that's true. And we didn't have the chaos, the, the immorality we're seeing. It's just they, they tie hand in hand. They correlate so tight together, and I think we're seeing this, mm-hmm. the fall away. It's it's sad, but it's never too late, right? Make a change for your family. Yeah, make a change for yourself. Make a change for your family. That's that's the biggest part too. You know, and how how can you how can you be the change without being the change, right? Like it's it's the same as we talk about everything. Like unless you do, yeah, like yeah, your your example's kind of bullshit. Unless you yeah. do, you know, and yeah. and to understand what it means to do, like that. There's a million ways, yeah. and that's what. That's what reading, reading the word teaches you is it's your relationship is your relationship. It's, it's infinite how intricate those relationships are between you and God. And that's purposeful, right? Like God is, God is so big and complex and all knowing and all seeing that he has a relationship with every single one of Mm -hmm. us. And that's the purpose, you know? So listen to what your relationship should be. I think that's, that's the calling, right? Like that's the voice. Yep. I don't say voice. Like there's not literally voices in my head, but it's a hard, (laughs) how would you explain that? Like go off on a little tangent here. Like, how would you explain that? Like, cause it's not a voice. It's, it's just a calling. So that gumption is what we used to call it. Gumption. Mm -hmm. It's your gut. Gut feel. I don't know. It's weird. It's not a it's not a voice, but it's it's definitely a direction. It's a it's an impression, it's it's a feeling, it's a it comes in a multitude of areas and you could different for everybody, right? If so, someone actually can come up and and say a word to you, right? Like and that could change. Change you like, huh. That is very relevant. Anytime you, know, you, you read the Bible, explain it, but yeah, it's just weird how God ties things together in situations to, to fit your exact need at that exact time. And anytime you're in the word, God is speaking to you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy, man. And it's, it's amazing how, when you just take the time to listen, how much you see exactly. everywhere, everywhere, everything, you know, it's amazing. Truly amazing. Yep. So I guess that's a that's a pretty long, long version of not even getting really into it. But I, you know, I think it's important to talk about. So, so to bring to bring a perspective of faith 
to our back to our country, into our country to continue a perspective of faith uh, for our country because our country was founded on Christian values. Our country rose to power and rose to greatness only because of its Christian faith and beliefs. That's right. And the way that we return and continue to maintain that is through that faith. You know, in God we trust. It's more than just a stamp on your dollars. Like it's, there's a reason behind that constitution written and it was all written very heavily influenced by the Bible. Mm -hmm. The founding fathers, all these people want to talk about, oh, the founding fathers Mm -hmm. got it right. Well, the founding fathers were very much Christian. That's right. They were like plain and simple. That's just a fact. They, They left England for a purpose and a lot of it had to do with religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and faith. So. Right. And, and an inability to exercise their freedom of faith in that faith. Mm-hmm. So they started America. Yep. And here we are. It's our turn. Carry the torch. Here we are. But you got to light the torch first. I mean, you can carry it, <clears throat> but it looks a lot more, uh, it shines brighter when you light it. How about mm-hmm. that? That's true. Yep. So and we're not talking about your cigars you're smoking either. So. <laughs> well, those are pretty good too, but uh, yeah. Oh man. So it's been a journey and it continues, right? So read through the whole thing and uh, now it's time to go back and do some cross-checking and studying and lots of discussion. So I think this will be uh, definitely be a reoccurring theme here on American dudeocracy on how the dudes, I guess how we want to bring and continue faith and, uh, just share learning. So it doesn't mean, man, doesn't mean anything we say is, is exactly right. It's right for us. Just like your perspective is right for you, but just read it. Yep. Right. Just read it. Take the time. One yeah. day at a time. I think that could be the, the Christian slogan slogan. Just read it. <laughs> just read it. Right. Just read it. I like it. Yeah. That? Just read just it. Read That's it. good. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> and uh, I, we all need that in this time in life right now. And with what's happening should give a lot of people hope. I know it does me. We need it right now. Yeah. Oh boy. Yep. I agree. Lots of answers. Lots of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I said, man, named off all those books. And that, that I should have started either way is what it is. Right. Yep. All right, fellas. Well, guess on that note. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Peace out. Appreciate it. <laughs>